You're listening to the NASM CPT Podcast with Rick Ritchie, winner of the Share Care Emmy Award for Social Storytelling and the official podcast of the National Academy of Sports Medicine. Hey, y'all, and welcome to the NASM CPT Podcast. My name is Rick Ritchie. I'm just adjusting my camera here for anybody who's like, why is he moving so much? So what's going on? I'm looking forward to today because today I'm going to be talking about smart goals. And we've all maybe heard of smart goals before, but we got to identify what they are and why we set them up and why we schedule them. I think it's an important conversation to have because so many times what happens when we start training is that people just, we start getting friendly with people and then we forget what their goals are and why they're coming to us. And it doesn't mean that you're not giving them fantastic workouts, but are those workouts put into a program that are designed specifically to help them reach their goals? And I think sometimes we forget what people are trying to get out of our training sessions. So what we do is we end up just giving really good workouts, but not really focused on what those outcomes are. And the outcomes are the takeaways. And some of this with the goal setting with the SMART goals has to do with a couple things. One is keeping people focused. And this isn't just for your clients. This is for you too as a trainer, right? I need to stay focused on their goals because otherwise you stop focusing on the goals then all of your clients' workouts seem to look like each other's. And it's easy that way right? That's easy for us to be like, oh, well, I like working out with this person and they they like training. I don't remember why I'm training anybody for any particular goals. And they all kind of have similar goals anyway. So your workout is going to look like the next person's workout. And I know people that do that. I know people who put together fantastic workouts and every person they see for their entire book for the day does that exact same workout. It's not wrong. It's not wrong. It's just not very specific. It's not very individualized. But I I think that there there's a smart way to do this for each one of our clients where we keep in mind what their goals are. And then we put it together to make it make sense. We put their workouts together to make it make sense and help to drive focus. So we do that through putting together smart goals. And SMART goals really set us up for a series of things that we want to get from people. So one, when we look at SMART, S-M-A-R-T, specific, measurable, attainable, um, relevant is really what that is, even though we'll call it realistic. But And then the final one is timely. So it's is it time bound? Are we putting a time on it? So what do we mean by this? Well, one, when we say specific, let's start with specific. I have specific goals. Your clients come in and they say, I want to lose weight. That's a, that's a good goal. It is, uh, it, it is, in fact, the goal that they want to achieve, but it's not very specific. Losing weight is not specific. So we want to be more specific. Well, at the end of the day, somebody says, well, specifically, I want to lose 75 pounds. And you go, okay, all right, that is very specific. But now there are other factors within our SMART goals that we need to start to pay attention to. Uh, So I'm very specific. I want to lose five pounds. Well, now I need to measure that. So what, what, and the reason I went from 
from 75 pounds and said, hey, let's let's bring that down to five pounds is because uh, it fits into what we're going to be talking about in just a moment. So I'm going measurable. And then uh, measurable is not a feeling. It's not, I feel like you've lost five pounds. It's not, I feel better and I function better, but it is hard data. It is information. When you say specific, I want to lose five pounds, then I can put you on the scale and we can measure that objectively. And we want objective measurements as we look through this. So I can regularly schedule weigh-ins and I can measure what those look like. So I'm weighing in and you might say, hey, I see you two times a week. We're going to measure in once a week, right? But uh, those that hard data is what's important. So it might be that. You might do girth measurements. You might say, all right, uh, we're going to say, let's lose. Um, uh, you're looking for abdominal size to be decreased. So you can go through and you can measure uh, and do your girth measurements around the arm, the chest, the abdomen, the glutes, the thighs, the calves, the neck, all of these are measurements. And then we can say, all right, we've measured that. And that is something that we can re-measure and try again. Now, is it, so that's measurable. So specific, five pounds, measurable. So we're getting hard data, hard information, not just a feeling, but what are what do the, the facts say on this? And then is it attainable? And I got to put together as a personal trainer, uh, a program that is attainable. One is it is is when they first said 75 pounds, you can say, whoa, 75 pounds. Is it possible? Maybe, but 75 pounds is far too long of a timeline for us to start to consider. So now we're going to we're going to shrink the timeline, which we'll talk about in the T. And then we're going to say, let's get a smaller amount of weight because you can't get to 75 pounds if you haven't got to five pounds. And let's shorten that up. Now, is the five pound attainable? Is it achievable for this client to actually accomplish? And I think that this is one of the things we have to look at. If I make it too easy, then the client might not continue with it because they don't think it's going to help them reach their goals. And if I make it too challenging, if I make it too difficult, then it might push that client away and say, this is why I stopped working out years before. If this is what it has to do, then there's no way I can keep this up. So I might as well stop now. Are we putting together a program that is not only attainable, but maintainable? for our clients. So I've taken that initial say, statement where they say, I want to lose weight. That's not specific enough. I want to lose 75 pounds. Well, that doesn't fit into our conversation of timeliness, which we'll get to. So now we look at smaller goals, five pounds. How can I progress forward with that? The other thing too, is when somebody says something like, I want to lose weight or you know i want to put on muscle or i want to increase how fast i run my 40 yard dash those are valuable but does that is it realistic is that realistic i remember I, in 2014 i just opened my first gym and i had a woman come in that was she was all over the place with what she wanted to accomplish and then out of nowhere when I was going through, I said, is there anything specific that you want? 
when it comes from this? Like, how do you want, how do you, what, what do you want to lose specific number? How do you want to feel like, what, what does that look like to you? And she pulled out a photo uh, so that she'd torn out of a magazine of Jennifer Aniston. And I was like, okay, this is, this is not realistic for this person who there, there were, it, it was it was just so outlandish and you have to look at who the person is and realistic also looks at their lifestyle. So in a lifestyle for a particular event, it might be really unrealistic for somebody that works a lot of hours that uh, that really makes it challenging for them to to get to the fitness facility to see you or to a fitness facility to do a program that you develop for them. Is it realistic? And at some point you have to, and this is the relevancy part. Like, is this relevant to you? Because when you bring somebody in and you're talking to them, you can put out specific and you can say five pounds. We can measure that. We can do weekly measurements. Is it something that, that you can attain because it's a short enough term goal for us to, to work through. But when we look at your lifestyle, it's just, it's the, the programming isn't relevant to you. It's not realistic. So we have to work with people with what they can do and not say, this is a really good idea. If only we could make it happen. So I have to be realistic with my clients when it comes to that. And they have to be realistic with me. So oftentimes as a trainer, you're going to get clients that tell you things that you want to hear. And I'm not sure why that's the case because I need to hear things that are truth so that once I get the truth from you, then I can develop a program around your life and your experience and the environment that you're in and the current mindset that you have. And then it's relevant, then it's realistic, then we can make it happen. And then the final thing on there is timely. Is it time bound? So I said, well, you want to lose 75 pounds and that's great, and that might be something that is realistic for you, but not within a timeline that we need to be working through. So I might say, hey, let's put together, here's our next six weeks. In our next six weeks, what's our goal? In our next two weeks, what's our goal? We need to put a time limit on something. This is why it's nice when uh, you might have somebody that says, oh, I'm getting married. Well, there's a timeline on that. I'm going to do a mud run. There's a timeline on that. I plan on running the marathon. Well, the marathon's when the marathon is. So there's a timeline on that. What's the timeliness component? The timeliness component is saying, by this time, this is when we're going to try to achieve all that stuff we've been talking about. So what do you put down for those timelines? I like to put down things that seem to make sense. like. Um, if I've got somebody that has kids in school and their report cards are every six weeks, I find out when those report cards are and I say, all right, cool. Let's put you through the same program. They're trying to get these uh, studies in and they're going to get their outcomes at the end of this six week program. I'm going to put mom or dad on the same six week program and we have goals that we're going to try to hit. Are those goals specific? Are they measurable? Are they attainable? Are they realistic? And are they timely? That's where the SMART goals really come in. And I think the SMART goals are important because it keeps us from just riding the wave of my clients buy sessions and I train them. But for what? And are you offering things that they should be thinking about? 
right? Are they thinking about anything that um, like a like a fitness event, you know, like the the mud runs or whatever it is? Are they looking at just weight? And there's nothing wrong with looking at weight. That is a goal of theirs and we need to support it. But how specific are we being about that? All right, cool. Five pounds by when? And then let's say, okay, we're going to measure where you are. We're going to do weekly measurements to make sure that we're tracking in the right direction. I look to see if this is smart. Is it uh, specific? Is it measurable? Is it attainable? That seems to be something that falls within the norms of what somebody would train for and the outcome is attainable. Is it realistic? Does it fall into your lifestyle? Does it make sense for who you are and what you can actually accomplish within the timeline we're going to put together? And then we put a date on it. By this time, we are going to do this. Now, I do that already, which is by this time, I expect we're going to move from one level in the OPT model to another. But within that, I'd like to also see some other things happen. And that could be, I want to be able to do five pull-ups. All right. Well, going from five pull-ups uh, to no, from no pull-ups to five pull-ups or from one pull-up to five pull-ups, when can we want to realistically achieve that by? Well, we can put you into a five or six week program. It's not the only thing you're going to practice, but at the heart of that program, very specifically, I want five pull-ups that I'm going to measure that quantitatively. I'm going to put that data down. I'm going to show that I've tracked it. Is it... Um, attainable. It, maybe. It, it depends a lot on how hard you're working, how hard you recover from those workouts. That's a, that's a lot from one pull-up to five pull-ups in how long? In six weeks. So uh, that is something that we might look at and say, well, that's pretty far, but maybe we can go with three pull-ups in six weeks. If you pass that, then let's go even further. Let's see where we can go. Uh, smart goals, are the goals that need to be laid out that you do with your clients. They make sense. They are, in fact, smart. And it's going to help keep not just your clients with a sense of urgency that we are going to remeasure by this time. We have to accomplish this by this time. But it's a sense of urgency for us, for us as the trainer, to make sure that we're doing all we can within our programming to get our clients to reach their final goals. And I do think that it's a, something else too that might be able to bolster the amount of times that people train. Look, hey man, we wanted to reach this by week six. We're in week four, we're not quite there yet. Do you wanna get a couple of extra sessions in each week? Do you wanna add a session in this week and next week so we get a few more sessions in, see if we can hit those numbers by the, the agreed upon date. And now you're bringing in more money weekly because the urgency that you set up to try to make sure that we attain goals that are attainable, but they're attainable and we can pick up the pace a little bit, make sure we push past it. And that's looking at strength training. You can look at that for your endurance. You can look at that for your high jump, for your weight loss, for your muscle mass gain, for your decrease in size, your increase in size, all of those things that you want to do. Put those in as 
smart goals and make it work for your clients so that you can work for your clients better as well. Thank you so much for listening. If you got questions for me, you can reach out to me uh, on my email, rick.richie at nasm.org, or you can find me on Instagram where I'm most active. Shoot me a DM at dr.rickrichie. Thank you so much for listening. Start practicing and putting those smart goals to use. This has been the NASM CPT Podcast.